T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Very compelling game between the USA and Germany and a big performance from Anthony Edwards. We'll talk some NBA. We'll talk some international ball. We'll talk some James Harden. Gerald Brown joining us. You can hear him on Sirius XM. Gerald, thanks for a couple minutes. How are you today? I'm doing fine. Yourself? Good. So let's start with uh, positive. Let's start with Anthony Edwards. He had a big game. The Team USA, they came back against Germany. And I think, like, it's fun to watch this team and it's fun to watch these maybe guys ascend a little bit and, and see where they can rank in the NBA you know, using this as momentum, Timberwolves are an interesting team because they're they, there's the the top heavy teams, and then there's the Timberwolves, which have all this talent. They just haven't been able to to figure it out. Can can Edwards really be the kind of guy to lift the Timberwolves maybe to a top four kind of team? Well, I, I think so. I think that clearly his evolution is happening right in front of our eyes, and. Um, essentially he is, you know, becoming quote unquote, that sort of guy for that team and moving forward. Um, it's going to be really interesting because I think if you look forward ahead, there's going to have to be a decisions made in terms of who do they keep and who do they trade? If it's Carl Anthony Towns, you know, whatever Rudy Gobert's value, because, you know, when the next time comes around for Anthony Edwards to get his super max deal, you know, being that Minnesota is not a major market, it will be some pressure from a, uh, from an economic standpoint in terms of being able to keep all those guys together. But I think his ascension uh, has been incredible, and it really started, if you look back last year in the playoffs and the play-in tournament, and the way he performed. And I think that the uh, sky's the limit in terms of seeing his growth and I think you can clearly say he's the, he's the man for that uh, Minnesota Timberwolves team that will continue to get better. And, um, you know, their window of opportunity to move up in that Western Conference might be very, very limited. But um future's bright for Anthony Edwards with the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah, the Western Conference is interesting because there's so many teams that are, like, trying different things in terms of how they're going to be competitive with the Warriors – you know, they've, they've been so good, and now they think, uh, let's see what we do with Chris Paul. I think the Lakers have really done a good job of rehabbing that roster, and I think they're going to still be competitive. The Kings obviously ascended. The Suns are like, hey, we're just going to try to, you know, score 150 points every game. <laughs> I, I'm not sure that any of them still reach the level of, of Denver. I think what Denver was able to do over the last couple of years from their last Western Conference um, finals appearance in the bubble 
to this year. That team, it just it's it's sort of like it was a process of, all right, we've got Jokic. Now, how do we find the best other four, five, six guys around Nikola Jokic? And I think that after watching them just kind of be as dominant as they were, and maybe I think uh, Bruce Brown was, was the one that said Minnesota was their toughest series, but they just seem to be a team like you always wonder if a team can repeat. I, I think they, in terms of the last few years, maybe outside of the Warriors, but they seem to be as primed as anybody after winning a championship. Yeah, I agree with you. I think clearly, look, they're going to probably miss, definitely going to miss guys like Jeff Green and and Bruce Brown. But, uh, you know, now it's a question of, you know, Christian Brown's development, him stepping in there and and, and playing more. Look, I think the biggest challenge will be for Denver is that you now go from the hunter to now the hunted. They're sitting at the top of the heap and how they will respond to everybody giving them their best night in and night out will be a big, big challenge. And, you know, it's a question of can the others, you know, sort of duplicate what they did last year from Aaron Gordon to uh, Michael Porter Jr. Those guys will be the essential guys that I think to take the step forward if this team is going to have an opportunity to try to repeat because it's a big challenge. It's a very, very big challenge. But you know, at least they have Jokic out there, and I think clearly teams and uh, defenses will look to, you know, devise ways to try to stop him and see how that, you know, how that sort of adjusts, how that asset, uh, changes his game and what assess, adjustments he will make. Because, again, everybody's going to be coming for the Denver Nuggets. They're not going to sneak up on anybody and and be kind of in a situation not really – Thinking about them, they're going to get everybody's best shot night in and night out this upcoming season. Talking with Gerald Brown, Sirius XM, NBA Radio. I'm Bart Winkler, in for Bill Ryder. So I'll do the thing where I just ask you about the West, and now I will ask you about the East. And there's still a lot of questions that may happen. Is Damian Lillard going to find his way to Miami? What's going on in Philly? I'll get more into in a second. But still, even if those teams make moves it still feels like it's a it's a two team race to me between Milwaukee and Boston. I think so. I mean, it 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 really boils down to them and 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 just really again, you know, like health, and then at the same time, you know, uh, Boston and and their new their second year head coach. Uh, look, they brought in a lot of pieces, Sam Cassell, to really help with his decisions and assessment. Um, you know how much. You know, how much will that team become his as opposed to Emi Udoka's team and doing a lot of stuff on the fly? That will be the biggest question to see exactly how much of an adjustment. And, you know, now that uh, Jalen Brown has gotten his contract situation squared away, Jason Tatum is up next, you know, Chris Stapps Porzingis. So they have some questions there. And I, I think also, too, you know, Giannis's last performance and some of the issues that he had, uh, you know, reared its ugly head again in last year in the playoffs. You know, how will his development and taking this time off with the knee and stuff. But you're right. They they are pretty much uh, one and one A, if you will, and then everybody else drops down. But we might have a surprise team here and there that I think will come up and challenge, especially if you have teams like the likes of Toronto that take a step back. Obviously, we don't know what happens in Philly. You know, the Knicks, I think, will still be there somewhere in that middle of the pack. But uh, it, it will be a sort of a sense of a drop-off after those top two teams. 
Yeah, in the West last year, you had a team that was known to be the best, and they made the NBA Finals. And in the East, you had a team that you know got in via the playing tournament, and all of a sudden they were the team representing. So maybe that conference a little more ripe for something like that to happen. The Sixers situation is obviously interesting because of you know James Harden coming out uh, and saying that he doesn't want to play for Maury. I, I feel like they'll play their game of chicken. I, I don't feel like there's like maybe the Clippers, but I don't feel like there's a team. I equate it to what happened uh, in the NFL where the uh, Packers wanted to move on from Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, and Rodgers wanted to move on from the Packers. And there was a safe haven team. There was a there was a will bail you out of this situation team in the New York Jets. And in the NBA, I don't know that there's a that there's a team that can come and remedy this because they seem to be really stuck. I mean, uh, Harden does not want to play for Philly. Maury is, is going to dig in his you know feet as well. I just wonder too in all this, like, what does James Harden want? You know, if he if he does he want to win. Does he want the money? Does he does he want just some sort of level of comfort uh, and and make money while he's playing basketball and have a good time? How do you like? What is what could be the most realistic way for this to play out? I th- I just feel like they're gonna do their little holdout and then we'll see James Harden playing Sixers basketball again because I don't know where else he's gonna go. Well, I, I think first of all that analogy with the uh, Packers and Jets. I think you got to look at a uh, Rogers wasn't a malcontent, nor you know James Harden wasn't a two-time MVP yeah, and still yeah. at the top of his game. So his value was you know immense, you know, with the Jets and stuff. But you know, as far as the situation in Philly, look, we all know you know Philadelphia fans and stuff, sports fans, they are notorious for really, really giving players, you know, that don't want to be there or try to show them up, they will make it very difficult for them. I mean, look at Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, after getting traded, didn't want to go there and stuff. So I don't think that he's going to go back there. I think that his value has diminished significantly. And the thing that, you know, I keep trying to wrap my head around is is the fact is we have a gentleman that essentially – his performances, playoffs in the year was subpar, and he has taken a step back with regards to being, quote-unquote, that superstar. And maybe that is a difficult process for him to not understand that at the end of the day, whatever the price was, if it went down or something like that, in terms of what the uh, Sixers wanted in return, his value has diminished. And I don't think that there is a big market for him. Now, I think clearly what's going to happen is at some point, if Philadelphia management is in their right mind, they want this to be taken care of prior to the start of training camp because all that will be asked by media will be the James Harden situation. And if they are able to move him, I think the thing now is now they're asking demands and what they want in return will be very, very limited in trying to find a place that makes sense for both of them. And I think clearly at this point they just might want to wash their hands of that. But if this goes into anywhere a week or so before training camp, let alone during training camp, I think that the ramifications will be so significant for the Sixers team that we might have something along the lines which transpired with the Golden State Warriors last year. Very inconsistent a team that is really struggling to have an identity and having lingering effects where 
you know, your quote-unquote superstar and MVP, likely in all likelihood, quietly is probably asking to get out of there because there's just been constant issues trying to find his sort of Robin to him being Batman. Yeah, Sixers still uh, in the Embiid era. They've not gotten past the the second round of the playoffs with him. Gerald Brown joining us. One more, the uh, the NBA Cup, okay? I think that when this was announced, uh, I made fun of it. I think that Adam Silver is trying to do something that the league, like, isn't set up for. I, I, he wants to do, like, one of these soccer-style tournaments, which works in soccer because there's – this. he's trying to just do a separate tournament with his own league. The, the, the reason I think that it could work is the timing of it. I think they were smart to do this towards the beginning of the season where, you know, the diehards are watching, but – how many people always say NBA should start at Christmas? That's 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 the true start of the NBA season. To add something, I, I think all you can hope for is it just kind of like maybe spruces up some of the regular season at this point, and then you know it's really going to be how much the players get into it is going to be how much the fans get into it. Yeah, I agree with you 100. percent I think at the end of the day, listen. I think Adam Silver and the folks over at the NBA front office have done a tremendous job to continue to push the game forward. I mean, I didn't think a lot of people um, really bought into the playing tournament. You know, the players we had a lot of pushback on that. And then you look up and say, "Ho oh, hum!" Without that playing tournament, Miami Heat wouldn't have been in this year's NBA Finals. So I, I think also too, this is a direct effect by the lackluster All Star game that we've constantly had and how viewership is now slowly but surely starting to tune out because it's not entertaining yes saturday all-star saturday night was a great thing and it's still somewhat of a very festive atmosphere but i think as a whole the all-star game has lost a lot and it's it's really on its last leg so seeing this is trying to put in a playing tournament and maneuver around and do some different things and i think inevitably in all likelihood, we might have something that sort of replaces the all-star game and move it around to sort of, in a sense, uh, you know, take replace that all-star game. But I, I, I think based upon what he and what they have done and Adam Silver and his leadership have done with that playing tournament, it's worth giving this a shot because anything and everything that you infuse into the game uh, it, it, it really, in a sense, I think will benefit in the long run. Because look, if a team wins this, you know, cup is that their essential? That's their sense, you know, their NBA Finals. You know, I mean, if you have a team like the Sacramento Kings that win the world that cup and in, in tournament, you know, this that does this propel them to take a step further? So it, it, it infuses more energy and excitement into supporting these fan bases that realistically might not be at championship competitive level just yet. But uh, I'd say let's give it a try and then really look at it and see, assess it and and see how does it move forward. But I think clearly this is hands down something to infuse into the game just because of the lackluster all-star games we've had in the past. Yeah, and the easiest way to solve a debate is to give it a try and, and see what happens. Gerald Brown, appreciate the time. Sirius XM NBA Radio. Good to chat with you, and I hope to do it again sometime. Likewise. My pleasure. Always a pleasure. That is Gerald Brown. He is joining us again, CBS Sports Radio. I'm Bart Winkler, in for Bill Ryder on Writer Than You. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.